This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What's up, friends? Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome back to the Whoa, That's Good podcast. Y'all, I truly do hope you're having a good week. But if you're not, don't worry. It's about to get so much better because we have the one and only Lainey Renee Pickens, my bestie girl, back on the podcast. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. I thought you were going to say my name like Lainey Renee. Well, you know, it is, <laughs> takes everything in me to not, except for I already did get it out of my system because when I came around the corner and I saw you on that big TV, I said, Linda. <laughs> so I already got out my botch in your name. Um, for those who haven't listened to our other podcast, I call Lanny a different name almost every time I say her name. It's Lenny. It's Linda. It's Lulu sometimes. It's it, it's become a lot of things. It's You're still Little uh, Dip little Mama. Dip Mama in my phone. Yes. It's also Big Dip Papa. <laughs> I didn't know if I was going to go there, but here we are. <laughs> oh, my really? gosh. I thought you changed mine. Oh, did I change still- it? I thought you did. Well, I think in your title, you like, you know, when it says like what your title is, like your job description, I think it's Big Dip Papa. Oh, <laughs> that is your job description. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I'm so glad you're back on the podcast. We're going to be talking about a new book Lainey has out that is absolutely incredible called Daughter. But before we get into all that, Lainey, give us a little insight of what your life is like right now. Man, life looks like I'm a wife. I'm a mom. I have a little girl. She's three years old. Her name is Ronnie Grace. She is just incredible. Uh, We have a little boy in heaven. His name is Rory. And I just absolutely love talking about him. Um, And I'm pregnant with a little girl. So we're expecting a little girl in April. And we also, about a year and a half ago, or a little over a year and a half ago, started a ministry called The One He Loves. And it's really just for women to come and bring their friends to encounter the love of Jesus. We don't really come with a huge plan or anything like that, but um, we just make a space for women to come and hear about the goodness of Jesus. Um, And... Yeah, life is, you know, most of the days I'm with just my little girl. And uh, actually yesterday before I jumped onto a podcast to talk about the book, um, she, well, I'd gone up to her room in the morning. I opened the door and the smell just like hit me in the face. I was like, what is that? You know, and so I walk a little closer and it smelled like poop. So I was like, baby, did you poop? And she's potty trained, so I didn't expect her to actually poop. She's like, no, I didn't. 
okay, well, I took her at her word and maybe I shouldn't have. <laughs> and so we're downstairs eating breakfast and I'm like, man, I still smell that smell. Like, <laughs> is that your breath? So I get a little closer and I lean down. I was like, maybe it is her breath because it almost stopped, like smelled like it was coming from Hey, sometimes it, it's <laughs> like that though. I mean, even honey, two and a half, it shocks me. Her morning breath. I'm like, dear gosh, yes. girl, let's go get that Elsa toothbrush. Yes. <laughs> um, but in this case, it wasn't her breath. So she goes to the bathroom and uh, she calls for me. She's like, mom, I pooped. And so I go in there and I'm not kidding. There is poop on the floor. No. Poop, like poop on like the top of the toilet, the bottom of the toilet. <laughs> and then I put her in the bath and I'm like hosing her down. She's like, oh, by the way, mom, there's poop on the toilet. No. <laughs> She's like, since, so, since we're already here, let me just yes. go ahead and tell you. This ain't all yeah. of it. That's that hilarious. Is what life looks like. <laughs> that is so relatable. Honestly, this morning we had a, a guest on the podcast that we have been trying to get on the podcast for a really long time and things have followed them through and their schedule's really busy. And I was like, like so excited to finally have this person on the podcast. And like, Honey was still asleep, and I was about to leave the house, and I was like, okay, you know, I normally like to tell her bye, but this is probably for the best, you know, that I get out of the house before she wakes up because the timing was getting a little close to time. Of course, right before I walk out, it's like, mommy, and I'm like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, 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 and she just, like, falls apart. She wants me to stay. She wants to tell me all these things. And, and normally, like, yes, I love it. That's why typically I like to be with her when she wakes up. But this morning, I was like, oh, shoot, I have to be there on time for this podcast. And then she wanted chocolate milk. And then she wanted, you know, all the things. And she is queen of stalling. She knows how to, like, stall. She'll be like, wait, 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 big hug. And it's oh. something she knows will get me. So I'm like, okay, big hug. I came in running into this podcast. I was like, I had to be there. So, man, I, I totally get that. It wasn't poop this morning. It was just the little things. But we've definitely had our fair share of poop days and moments and all the things. And Honey's potty trained now, too. Is which she? Is, oh she gosh. is. And That's it's awesome. so funny, though, because Ronnie really is one of her best friends. And it and it's so cute because, like, last night I could not get Honey to brush her hair. And so I pulled up your reel of Ronnie going to the hair salon. And I said, Honey, look, Ronnie got her Stop. hair washed and brushed. And so she watched Ronnie while I brushed her hair. That's amazing. I love that. It was that. really cute. Um, I've but watched I wanted that to video so many times. <laughs> well, I, I actually – watched it. I think she's – of course she's she's mine, so cute she's the <laughs> cutest i'm off social media right now and so christian had told me he's like did you see ronnie's video and i said oh, no but sarah cute. texted us today and i and i hadn't responded to it because i was like i haven't seen the video and so he pulled it up and then i was like perfect look honey ronnie's doing her hair but ronnie got bangs and it's the cutest thing ever um but I want to circle back to some of the things you said, because even in just like your intro of where you're at right now, um, there's so much to learn already from you and Clayton and the way that y'all live your life. One thing is that when you mentioned that you have a little boy in heaven named Rory, and then you said, and I love to talk about him. I think that that's something that as a friend I've seen um, you do, and I feel like it's it kind of gives me as a friend, like the freedom to talk about him with you. Like even as we were praying for this podcast and I'm like, thank you for Ronnie and Rory and your next little baby who's about to be here. And I think like, and 
other situations in life, when people go through really hard things, it's like you almost try to avoid talking about it or bringing it up and you don't really know how to approach it. But it's something that instead of kind of running away from, I saw you really lean into. Um, and that was messy, you know, for a little while. That was figuring that out. That was finding hope through like searching God's heart and asking him questions. Yeah. Can you like yeah. talk about why it's important that you do talk about him and just yeah. kind of like when you say I found hope and all those things, what that looked like? Because I feel like some people are yeah. walking through those really hard things and they're like, man, I would love to, but I don't even know how to do that. Yeah. I mean, I really feel like, like I said, like it has become a, I can't not because the hope of Jesus is so real. Um, and I think it's in those moments that like, I read 2 Corinthians 4, 8 a lot during that. And it just talks about, I know we've talked about this, but it says we are hard pressed, but not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. And that, when I read that in that place where I felt like I was in despair, you know, when you walk through loss, when you walk through heartache like that and death on this earth, it feels so final, you know? But um, when I read that, even it was just like, what a, what a, what a promise that even though I feel like, you know, even though I'm very perplexed, like I don't understand why this happened or how it happened, you know, even searching myself, maybe I did, did I do something, you know, but just that truth that with Jesus, with God, we are not in despair. And if you look up the word despair, it literally means without hope. Um, and we're not without hope. And gosh, I've just experienced, um, uh, Bill Johnson talks about how, like, I'm going to butcher it because he says everything so perfectly, but he was talking about, um, when we walk through pain, like on this earth, that that's something we'll never, we won't experience that in heaven. And, you know, the pain that we experience here is, is a way we actually like get to connect with God that we won't ever again. And I feel like I've experienced that in a way of like, there were times like three days after um, I gave birth to him. I remember riding in my car and literally just saying like, how can I feel this depth of heartache? Like truly this depth of what feels like despair and yet at the same time feel such just great deep hope and joy. Um, and that's partly like so much of that had to is what poured into this book because, and you know this, there have been many seasons in my life. You know, you walked with me through one of the most um up until Rory really the most broken season of my life and uh, really the end of it, you were there to help me, you know, walk to walk through healing and redemption. Um, but I almost, that was like the first time I think I recognized, like, even though I walk through broken things in this world, I don't have to stay broken. Like as a daughter, I can truly live healed and whole and um, celebrate and there's redemption to come. And, Another thing that really helped me through that season was um, Jeremiah 29, 11. You know, we know that verse like the back of our hand. Um, but I'm such a like when I read the Bible, I love like I'll sit on one verse forever. Like and I'll just keep reading it, you know, and like looking up what different things mean. 
Well, when I was walking through that season, I was like, I'm going to look it up in the original Hebrew language. And when I read, um, if you don't, if you never heard the scripture, it's for, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And when I read that, I was like, God, like, how could this be the plan that you had for my life? Like, I, I don't understand. Like, this doesn't really seem like a good future or like there's a lot of hope in this. Um, but when I read the original Hebrew word that has been translated into future, it also has a meaning for past. And I just felt like God was just saying to me in that moment, like even the things that have already happened in your life, even, even the things that are done and seem final, I'm the one who can actually step into your past yep. and fill it with hope and bring future out of it. Wow. And that is what has honestly like kept me going wow. and, um, and brought hope when yeah. it feels like there really is, you know, no hope in a situation. Y'all, managing electrolytes are so important. It might not seem important, but you know it's important when you get the leg cramps, your head's hurting, everything's hurting, and you're like, man, what has happened to me? And normally, you're just a little dehydrated. Element is a delicious zero-sugar electrolyte drink mix that comes with everything your body needs and nothing it doesn't. I have my little packets right here. Y'all, I drink one Element every day. I love Element, so I always keep some on me. Every sick pack of Element gives you a meaningful dose of electrolytes without the sugar, artificial colors, and shady stuff and other electrolyte drinks. Element is formulated to help anyone meet their electrolyte needs, even people who are following diets like keto, low carb, and paleo. When we sweat, we lose electrolytes like sodium. When it's not replenished in our body, it can lead to some pretty rough symptoms like I mentioned, headaches, muscle cramps, fatigue, sleeplessness. Element can really help prevent all of those things, and I've experienced that. So whenever I was pregnant with both the girls, I had the worst muscle cramps, leg cramps, all the things. And I remember calling my doctor one day and I was like, I think I'm going into labor. I'm cramping so bad. And he was like, do you drink any kind of electrolyte drink? And I was like, actually I do, but I haven't been in a while. And he was like, you need to go drink that. I literally drank it. I felt so good after my leg cramps immediately went away. So it's amazing um, what one pack of Element can do by just replenishing your electrolytes. Element is used by everyone from U.S. Special Forces teams, Olympians, professional athletes, workout gurus, and everyday people just like myself and you who just want to live their best life. Element's new chocolate medley features flavors like chocolate mint, chocolate chai, chocolate raspberry. I actually have a chocolate caramel right here, and these are actually designed to be enjoyed while hot. So if you're more into a hot drink, you can pour this into something hot. I was used to drinking ones with more sugar, but once I switched to Element, I honestly loved it so much more and I was so thankful to know that I'm drinking this and it's actually good for me without the consequences of all the sugar. I love Element. I actually drink the raspberry salt. I drink the watermelon salt. I really drink most all of them but those are my two favorites. And right now Element is offering a free sample pack with any purchase. That's eight single serving packs free with any Element order and this is a great way to try all eight flavors. Um, if you don't like some you can just share it with a salty friend of yours and also this is how Christian and I found out what flavors we like the most to know what we wanted to order from then on. So it's a great thing to go ahead and get this now. So get yours at drinkelement.com slash woe. This deal is only available through my link. So you got to go to drinkelement.com slash woe. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com slash woe. Element also offers no questions asked refund. So it's totally risk-free. If you don't like it, share it with a friend. They'll give you your money back. No questions asked. So you got nothing to lose, friends. Go try Element. 
Man, that is so good. Come on. I know that's going to mean so much to so many people. And I remember my mom sharing with me one time that she was in um, like a counseling situation and she said something along the lines on like, it's just hopeless. And her counselor like stopped her and was like, don't ever say that. It's, I listened to that the other day. That's really? so funny. That's crazy. Yes. It like came up on my um, YouTube. Wow. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. And I, I love that. Like mom said, it kind of like took her by surprise because the counselor is like very like, hey, don't, don't say that. Like that's a big thing to say and you're never without hope. And, um, Sometimes, you know, I feel like you really do have to, like for for what I saw you do, and I think that this is something that's so important for people to do is like, don't just say like, oh yeah, there's hope and just like try to force yourself to believe it. Like actually, actually do the work to believe it. Like you studied the scripture. You were like, God, it doesn't seem like there's hope right now. It doesn't seem good. Like show me. And then in the original context of like studying scripture in his heart and asking the questions, he answered you. He was like, Hey, even in the past, like past, present, future, I am your hope. I can redeem. And so like you leaned in and you um, allowed it to become like actually an anchor of truth. And I think like that's something that the book, um, becoming who you already are, are like this is fact this is who you are um i love that and you are so good at reminding yourself and others who you are but this book and what you write in it it's something that you have not always just been it's something that you've become and that you believe and now you know and you speak with such authority and even today on the podcast i can just tell like I've interviewed you a couple times. I've been your friend for a long time, but there's like a new confidence even in your voice and the authority you say things with. And I think you can only speak with that kind of confidence and authority when you are rooted in truth and you believe wholeheartedly what you're preaching. And I know you believe this message. So why did you feel like um, you wanted to tackle writing a book? Because that's no small thing. You already wrote, written one. You knew it's no small thing. Why did you want to write about this? Um. I feel like for just something that I've just seen over and over, like the reason you you even said becoming, like it's something that we keep learning forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's something mm-hmm. that you're always like discovering. And um, I remember reading Psalm 145, three, and it talks about like, there's no end to the discovery of greatness. That is God, you know, like there's always more of him to discover in I feel like you and I both have people in our lives who are, you know, younger that we get to really just talk to and hear their stories. And also many people in our life who are older and wiser and our moms were so close to them and grandmothers and just generations of faith. Um, But as I was talking to them, even they both were just saying like my mom, my grandmother, like this is something you don't grow out of. Like it's a thing that you kind of constantly need to be reminded of. And I think it's also the thing that the enemy is always after, you know, the reason we have new life in Jesus is because of Jesus, you know, the son of God, he took, um, like we take his place. So of course the enemy is coming after our place in him, you know, as an identity. And I think I've just seen that, like when I look back at when I was like five years old, you Mm. know, already I can just remember like very vividly lies and stuff I heard as a five-year-old, you know, like um, I remember my um, like church was having a Christmas play one year and 
me and my best friend both tried out and she got the part and I didn't. Well, I wasn't upset as a five-year-old that she got the part at all. I really wasn't. But all I could hear was that they didn't choose me. Mm-hmm. Like that, that was the lie that I heard. Mm-hmm. And, um, Honestly, like I've just seen that this is the only thing that truly gives us confidence, you know, so many like we've talked about just different um, women in our lives. Like we we all want that security, you know, no matter how old we are, like we're all desiring that security. And I found that I could never find it in myself Mm -hmm. when I'm truly just like looking at me. I'm, I'm more insecure, but when I'm looking at who God is, mm-hmm. I find just this supernatural confidence and security that has nothing to do with myself. Yeah. And so I just feel like there's so much to it. I talk about it forever. I love just it. The, the unraveling of being a daughter and like what that really means. You know, mm-hmm. I, I even grew up hearing like you're a daughter of the king. Mm-hmm. But for me, that didn't really like hit like it yeah. didn't. It was like. I, it didn't register fully like the yeah. depth of that. Um, yeah. And until I was honestly early twenties and mm-hmm. we were walking really, I think that season together of just discovering like God really is who he says he is. Yeah, I'm really, you know, that valuable to him. You yeah. know, he loves me that much. And suddenly there's just like an explosion yeah. of freedom and confidence yeah. in life, you know, yeah. It's so interesting that um, for me, I'm the same way with like things like Daughter of the King never really like hit, you know, and yeah. it's interesting to me because like as I've gotten older, the things that used to feel cheesy to me now are like profoundly true and like wreck me like something like you're a daughter as a high schooler or you know right out of high school if someone like your daughter king or you're fearfully wonderfully made or you're this like it felt like oh that's just like what the church says and like this kind of like a cheesy like slogan but then like when you understand who God is in a mature sense and like you really understand he is such a good father and you understand what Jesus did and you know him to be holy 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 and you know him to be perfect in love and perfect in truth and then you have a revelation that the creator of the <laughs> cosmos, the creator of everything <laughs> in the world, calls me daughter and says that I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Like, I have this in my desk. <laughs> I always have an <laughs> ultrasound of Honey or Haven it's nearby. Awesome. I have one in my Bible, too. It's I just like... That. Because I look at this and like that verse, you knit me together in my mother's womb. One of those, again, you hear at the church all the time. But then when you get to like experience seeing um, like the evidence that God knits together humans in a mother's womb and you're sitting here and you're just like, you know, drinking water, eating semi-healthy food and there's a baby being knit inside there's nothing, of you and you're not doing anything. And you're anything. not doing anything like, yeah. and he's creating yeah. it and you're very aware of the fact that there's a creator creating something in you. It's no longer anything cheesy about that. Like that is like the most incredible thing in the whole world. And so it just is amazing to me that like 
typically I think it's like it would be the other way around where you would think like as a kid you would think things are more amazing and as an adult you think it's cheesy but it's opposite it's like maybe as a kid because you don't have the full understanding it sounds like just words but when you're an adult and you understand and you're blown away by just the thought that man um life is just so much bigger than you and but but the one who is bigger than you still says that you're loved enough to be daughter like that's crazy and it's so true like I remember just lies that you believe um as a kid and and it's not that the person was wrong for not choosing you and choosing your friend but that's the lie you believe it's the same thing like with my dad and I love my dad he's amazing he did not put this on me he did not intend to do this dad you did not mess me up by doing this but (laughs) it's like one of those things where I noticed that the better I performed on the court when I played basketball the more my dad was proud of me right and that's not on him that's a natural response but I didn't notice that how much I started striving to perform um like almost like my view of like him being proud of me, which in some ways I would relate that to his love for me, was like how well I performed in sports. And I think that what I ended up doing was the same thing with God, where it was like, if I didn't perform well or do something mm-hmm. well, then I felt like he wasn't proud of me and didn't love me. And I remember having, um, during that same season with you, just this, um, revelation of that's not true. And really from reading this book that was talking about how when Jesus was baptized that day, it's before he went into like public ministry when he was baptized and uh, God said to him, like, this is my son, like with whom I'm well pleased and how God said that to him before he did anything public in ministry. And just like, it was such a cool concept to understand that God loved him for who he was before he did something. And that is what this book is really like all about. That like your identity is daughter before you do anything to deserve it, no matter what's going on in your life. And it's just really cool for me to like shout this book out that you wrote because it was a book similar to the message of this and identity that really shaped my life. And so I'm like so excited for girls who are going to be reading this book, who are about to discover that truth as like, it's a period. Like you are daughter. Like there's nothing you can do to escape that. There's nothing you've done to escape that. That's who you are. It's so good, Lainey. If you are a listener of this podcast or you've really heard me do anything, then you know that I love the Word of God. I love the Bible. It means so much to me. And that is why I'm so thankful to be partnered with Crew. Crew has missionaries in nearly every country in the world, and they are seeing people come to Jesus every day. But lots of these new brothers and sisters are missing something very important, which is a Bible in their own language. And we want to help fix that problem. So this is where we come in, fam. For only $24 a month, you can provide three people with Bibles each and every month. What a game changer for new Christians to actually have the Word of God. When you sign up to provide these three Bibles with a monthly gift of $24, Crew will provide meals to 12 hungry people through their humanitarian aid ministry. And plus, you'll actually receive a free copy of Christian and I's new book, How to Put Love First, as a thank you from us for doing something so awesome. If you haven't heard of How to Put Love First, it's a 90-day devotional book about putting God first in your life, and we really hope that it strengthens you in your walk with God. Many of you have already signed up to help Crew, and I just want 
want to say thank you so much, friends. It really does go such a long way. But Crew needs more Bibles to distribute and more prayers for their amazing work. So if you have not jumped in to be a part, jump in now by simply texting GOOD, G-O-O-D, to 71326 to help today. Just imagine how much this monthly gift could truly change someone's life by just texting GOOD to 71326. That's GOOD, G-O-O-D, to 71326 to help now or go to give.crew, C-R-U, org slash good. Message and data rates may apply. Available to U.S. addresses only. I would just say, too, you're in the book so much. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> that's true, too. Because you really came into my life in that season where I was, like, really discovering that. Like, I remember in when you and I became friends, um, I mean, there were so many things that I was already hearing like from God that you would just echo, like you would literally like the next day, like say that very thing. And I feel like God's continued to put people in my life like that. Like when I met Clayton, it was the same way, which is really cool. Um, But also just going back to like, you know, just the performance thing. I feel like even just watching Ronnie now and like being her mom, you know, she's now three years old, which um, in the book, I tell the story of like really the moment that uh, a lot of this became a lie for me. And it was when um, I had just decided I wasn't going to backup dance anymore. I was going to like quit a dream job. And um, I just ended the long relationship and I just moved to Nashville and I remember just sitting in my apartment and saying, you know, God, who am I? Like, I don't really know who I am um, anymore without all these things that I found myself in for so long and um, titles that I was really proud of. And he reminded me of a video that my mom had sent me um, of me when I was three. And in the video, I like pick up the mic and I, I just say, I love Jesus. And I was just so sure of it and confident, but I just felt like God was reminding me like the most important thing that you will ever be is simply my daughter and mine. Um, like you have nothing to prove. You have nothing to hide. And, and so I even see that now when I look at Ronnie, you know, she doesn't, I I don't need her to do anything for me. I'm like, I am proud of her from the moment I like, I knew she was, her heart was beating in my womb and there's no, there's literally nothing that would um, make me not proud of her Mm -hmm. simply because of who she is. You know, I have, I have desires for her to know how loved she is by God. I have desires for her to have a relationship with him because I love her. And I know that that will, you know, truly be the only way to good real life for her, but I don't have um, something I want her to do. You know, I don't have my own like achievements or successes that I think that she should have. I just, I just love her. And when I realized that even more, I'm like, gosh, God, like, that's really how you feel about me. And yet often it's, it is, it's like one of the hardest things I think to receive and realize because we live in this world and it is a lot of performance and timelines and things you got to show up for. And it can feel like performance, but 
um, just that reality and the truth that he really does just love us like that. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, definitely having a daughter does really um, kind of paint that perspective for you because you're like, when you think about how much you love them and then you think about that he loves you like that, it is like a, wait, what? Like, what? this is crazy. Because yes. you realize like, <laughs> wow. I really don't feel these ways towards her. Like, I love her so much. And even when she poops all over the trampoline and the bed and the wall, I'm like, I love you, kid. I still love like, you. Like, I still I love you. Like, you a mess, but I love you. And I, I know, even when I went to go clean it up, I'm like, what? Like, how am I just doing this? I know. You know? It's just love. It is. Yeah. It's crazy. And it's so funny because like before you have kids, I mean, this is how I felt. I was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to handle <laughs> like boogers? Like I just don't even know how I'm going to. It's going to be so disgusting. I'm going to throw up. And then when you have your kids, like even when they're a mess, you don't <laughs> care. And that is God. He's like, you a mess sometimes, but I love you and I'm proud of you. So yeah. I love that. <laughs> One thing you talk about in the book, because you mentioned that our friendship is mentioned a good bit, which I'm honored and I'm grateful for. Um, you talk about though not letting your friends um, and what they like what they say about you should affirm who you are, but it can't become like what their words can't become greater than God's. You know, you can't lean yeah. on your friends more than you're leaning on God, which is such an easy thing to fall into. We we're actually having a conversation earlier about kind of this idea that. It's easy to notice when you're filling a void with something bad. It's not as easy to notice when you're filling voids with something good. But it, even if it's good yeah. and it's not God, it's a problem, you know? Yeah. And so how do you guard your heart in, you know, making sure your, like, your identity truly is found in Him and yeah. um, not leaning on people to affirm who you are more than the Lord, if that makes sense? Yeah. Like I said, I always go back to it's called becoming because I'm still learning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's always happening. But gosh, I I just when I feel that, like when I feel um, like I'm trying to, because it can come out in a friendship, it can come out, it can come out in I feel like any area of life where you feel like you're trying to do what pleases somebody else because you think it's the right thing to do and they will like it. So I'm going to do that when really like maybe your heart feels um, just not a piece about it. And there are times I feel like even to this day where like when I put this on today, I was like, is this me? And I was like, yeah, I really like it, you know, but, but there was, but there are times when I'll go and put it on an outfit and I'm like, man, I put that on for the wrong reason, you know, or I went to post that and I actually really posted that for the wrong reason. Mm -hmm. And I'll go back and delete it because mm -hmm. I just, it, every time I see it, it's a reminder that I did it for the wrong reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm not a pro at it by any means, but I would just say like, you know, the, the growing in that and what really helps me is, is taking a step back, mm -hmm. like quieting myself. Sometimes I'll literally just go and sit on my, you know, mm -hmm. closet floor and just say, you know, God, remind me, remind me who, who I am to you, because that is what's most important to me. And, um, I actually read, uh, Psalm 118.8 or something like that this morning. And it was talking about like, it's better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. And um, I think, you know, I, I tried to do that a lot in friendships at times, like just 
just trying to really feel good about myself. And I wanted friends so bad that I would try and be what they wanted me to be. Yeah. Um, and I think just putting your trust in the Lord and like knowing that, you know, he really is where your confidence comes from. Quiet yourself, cut out distractions, yeah. you know, get rid of social media for a little while if you need to. And just go back to the truth of who you are, even though it's so simple. Like sometimes even when I say that, I'm like, I know it doesn't sound that profound. Like we were even saying, sometimes when you're a kid, you don't realize how profound it is, but just I am yours. Yeah. I am yours. Yep. That's the most important thing. Like just being yours. That is yep. more than enough. Yep. Spring is a great time to start something new, right? So whether it's cleaning or a new hobby or a new audiobook, a good story is always a great way to start a new journey and Audible has all that you need. I come from a family of great storytellers, so I know Audible is the home of storytelling, which is where I want to be. Audible lets you enjoy all your favorite audio entertainment together in one app. There's always something new to discover or you can rediscover some of your old favorites. Audible has an incredible selection of audiobooks from every genre like bestseller, new releases, memoirs, mysteries, and thrillers, business, and more. It is the destination for mind-blowing entertainment with selections of mystery and thrillers that will keep your heart racing. And with next listen recommendations, there's always something irresistible at your fingertips. Plus, members get full access to a huge and growing selection of included audiobooks and audible originals and even podcasts like, well, that's good. So you can download them or stream them anytime, anywhere. Audible members can also pick one title each month to keep from the entire catalog, which is some serious benefits, y'all. The newly included selection of titles makes your Audible membership even more valuable and gives you the chance to discover your next favorite thing. With thousands of titles available, you're definitely going to find something that you love all in one convenient app. So I know some of you are into, you know, thrillers, crime, mystery. And I got to be honest, that's not really been my thing. So I told Bella, okay, Bella, tell me what I could like listen to that wouldn't scare me, but I would like be into it. And she told me about this title called The Last Thing He Told Me by Laura Dave. And so I started it and John Luke loved it too. And so I'm just now on the cusp of it. And y'all, let me tell you, it is very entertaining. You do want to listen to see what happened next. So if y'all are into that, Audible is a great place to find those too. New members can try Audible now for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash Woe or just text Woe to 500 500. That's audible, A U D I B L E dot com slash Woe or text Woe to 500 500 to try Audible for free for 30 days. So good. It's, it makes me think of like, um, when, when you keep saying like it is a becoming but it's also just like a reminding like you always need to be yeah. reminded of it and I think about the verse like do not be conformed to the patterns of this world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind and when you think about it like the reason why you constantly need reminders is because it's so easy to be conformed because the world is going in a pattern and when it's so easy to just go into that pattern and conform to that pattern but it's like no, to be transformed, you have to like renew your mind like daily, like keep renewing your mind. And so for me, like almost every year I've deleted social media in January. Last year when I deleted in January, I ended up staying off until August because I needed a little bit more time than I thought. This year I didn't delete social media in January. And then as of like a couple, well, last week I actually tell this story, but I had to tell the follow-up part of the story because it's crazy. But uh, 
basically I told Christian he to delete social media and he was like, yeah, you do. Cause he knew I was struggling. And, um, I, and then, and then this is the craziest part. I didn't. And then the next day my Instagram broke, like, like shut me out, like done, like X out. Like you can't come That's here. So literally when confirmation. I, Oh, for sure. So when I click on the page, it literally says like, I mean, I clicked on the app and it says page cannot be found. And I'm like, what do you mean page cannot be found? Like, this is an app. Like, this has never <laughs> happened to me before. So I was like, what the world? So I, like, delete the app, re-download the app. And I'm like, I know I need to delete it, but, like, I would like to be the one that deletes it for myself. Like, Instagram should not be kicking me out. I was like, did I get hacked? I didn't know what happened. So I, I delete it, like, five times, re-download, like, five times. I restart my phone twice, not working. Like, Christian's phone, which is also logged into my account, Xed my account off of his phone too. Like it was so weird. What in the world? Okay, so this is when Maddie and Grant were here, and um, I was just kind of like, "This is so weird." And the next day, I ended up just kind of like having a super honest conversation with them about why I needed to delete social media because I was kind of being like um, insecure about different things and all these different. And I shared it on their podcast. I was like, I just kind of gotten insecure about all this stuff and whatnot. Well, then I like say it on the podcast too because we had talked about privately then on the podcast like okay for the sake of authenticity I'll share what's going on in my life I share I show everyone the fact that Instagram kicked me off and how like I needed it anyways whatever Christian's like yeah don't even try to fix it like just stay off of it whatever so this happens on the podcast I confess my sin I get real about it I'm like look it talks about in James how, you know, when sin is like conceived, then it gives birth to death. And I talked, I talked about how like, I am not going to, I'm not going to just like play around with sin. Like, I'm not going to just let that live here. Like why I needed to delete social media is because I'm like, this is in me, but it's not going to stay in me. Like, I'm not going to give birth to death. Like this just needs to go right now. And so I end up like deleting the app and like kicking it off. And I confess on the podcast, share that verse and why you have to be serious about your sin. Right after the podcast, I go pee and I'm like, you know what? Watch my app work now that I confessed it. And it did. 48 hours of it not working, 48 hours. I deleted it five times. I restarted my phone and then it did. And I feel like God, I mean, I don't know. God works in mysterious ways, okay? He works in mysterious ways. I don't know the ins and the outs of how you want to back the theology that my social media broke and if God did that or not. But I'm just telling you, I knew I needed to delete it and I didn't. It broke the next day, 48 hours, it did not work. I confessed my sin publicly and immediately it worked. That is just so weird to me and crazy. But I say all that to say like, I think so often, like we do not get real about the sin. We just allow it to stay. We just conform to it. We just allow ourselves to feel those insecurities. We allow ourselves to feel um, the, those lies that we're believing, but get serious about it. Like get it out, delete the app, talk to the friend, confess the thing and move on and move forward in truth and love. And so I do have social media deleted right now because I'm like, okay, God, obviously like I need to uh, transform my mind and like renew my mind. And that's not just going to happen by like accident. That happens by intentionality. And man, it's so good to just take a step back. And it really is cool. Like first, I love how it's like God has to establish that identity and you have to come to him. But it is cool to have people who know you so well, like, like Christian who said, no, like don't even try to fix it. Like stay off of it. And when friends 
affirm what God's already saying, that is such a powerful thing to have friends in your life who um, are not like the ones telling you your identity, but they're affirming it, you know, they're affirming it in Christ. And honestly, like looking back to that season, I, I hate to say this, but I don't know if I could have walked through that without a good friend. Mm -hmm. And so I think like just asking God for that, for a good friend who really does like remind you who you are and they may be on their own journey at the same time Mm -hmm. of discovering who they are and who God is. But just having a friend beside you to like literally say, like, get up, get up Mm -hmm. off the floor, go wash your face, take the blanket off, like do, do the thing, whatever you got to do, do it, break up with the guy. If it's not bringing life, if it's bringing death, you know, if Mm -hmm. it's, if, if it's birthing death in your life, then stop. Stop. It's not worth it. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so easy when you're in those places to reason with it. Like, you know, to like, like, like you even said, I kind of want, I want to make that decision. I'm like, I will delete it. I would like to do it myself, you know? And gosh, I remember like, sadly years of reasoning with that voice that was like, you know, you can, you'll figure it out. It can get better, you know, but just completely ignoring God's voice in my life. And I, oh, it's, it never goes well. No, it does not go well. (laughs) But hey, you know what? So cool. Like truly grace for the journey. Like new mercies are met each day. And everything that we've been talking about (laughs) up to this point, I have to say has been Uh, It's been my favorite podcast that you've been on because I actually think we have stayed on track for the most point, (laughs) for the most part, the whole time. And there's so much truth in this. And I feel like I was how I wanted to end was talking about um, you and Clayton's relationship and the YouTube video that y'all just posted, because if you haven't seen this YouTube video, you should go watch it. Um, because Lainey and Clayton are obviously like stepping into another really sweet season of having their uh, second little girl. And but they they were like, okay, before we, you know, go into celebrating, we want to share the hard things. And you shared that at the beginning. But one thing that was so cool was y'all talked about the dream that someone shared with y'all that at the time, you didn't really understand but what happened. So can you just tell the story of the dream? Because I think it's really cool. I feel like God is literally bringing redemption to this right now because he tells the dream wrong in the video. Oh no. And I was like, I was like, we need a little thing that like pops up and has what the actual dream was because, which is so funny. This is the difference between guy and girl. Cause I was like, that's so important. And he's like, but it's like the same thing. I'm like, but it's not quite. You that's need to, so like, funny. You know, let's see. Before I found out I was pregnant with Rory um, we, I actually got like a really long prophetic word from somebody and like, it was so many things that I had been praying about, but sandwiched right in the middle was, um, I see you having, um, being pregnant with a little boy soon. And, um, that same week we got an email from somebody at Clayton's work that said, Hey, I had a really, um, vivid dream of your family last night. You guys were in your backyard. The grass was really green and Ronnie was wearing a pretty dress. She was so excited for a baby sister who was about to arrive and it was around Easter. And so it was just so cool how to me, like that's one of those things, honestly, that has helped me through this season to know that like God was in it all 
and that he was faithful through it all because at first, like we were going, oh, we've now had like a boy and girl prophesied. Like, which one are which one is it going right. to be? Um, but God gave us both. And mm-hmm. um, when we found out we were pregnant with a little girl this time, I immediately just remembered that dream, and I was like, just wow, like God, that you would be so kind to go ahead and give me that, even as a promise to hold on to this pregnancy, you know, that it was already April, that it was already Easter. And, um, I was, that she even said, Lainey was like really, you know, pregnant, you know, and I just that visual, because I had wondered if I would ever have a big pregnant belly again, you know, things that like, when you have your maybe first baby and, you know, we didn't, we hadn't walked through that yet. So I didn't really have, um, just that struggle mentally, uh, with Ronnie of like what could happen. And so, yeah, the dream was just such a gift from God that I have gone back to over and over again, just to, as a reminder that he's got her, that he's faithful. Um, and that she was always like meant to be our girl, you know? Um, and so was Rory. Like that doesn't change that. Um, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. I love it so much. It's so cool. And uh, that's so funny that he botched the story because being Christian, <laughs> we totally have stuff like that. And then it's like out there and you're like, oh, dang. Okay. I'll make up for it later. If you could see in the video, I was like. I couldn't I couldn't and I forgot like now that you say that I know that part of the story but I was just so sucked in the video is so good truly go watch it but it's so funny because even that's like me telling the story now I'm like I want to tell people like because the last podcast I showed people that my social media didn't work and it's so cool it worked after confession so it's cool to do like life online keeps you really honest you know because it's like if you say one thing and you're like oh I gotta fix that but hey guess what great you can get on a camera and say it again and so I love that. I'm going to have to fix that at some point. Hey, you did. It's amazing. Well, look, I am so excited for the season of life you're about to step into. I am a huge fan of two girls. It is so much fun. It is amazing. And um, little baby sis is going to be Haven's best friend. So now they both have their little besties and it's going to be so much fun. I am celebrating all the things and man, I'm so thankful for how y'all carry Rory in your heart and y'all just like shout his little life out because I know that 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 he has brought so much hope to so many people just hearing his story and the peace that God has given y'all through that and the hope he's given y'all and I am truly so excited for everyone to go pick up this book if you have not already stopped this podcast to go buy this book now is your opportunity to go look up daughter buy it read it meditate on it and um, again it's just like having a good friend sit across from you and speak truth over your life so Lane thanks for coming back on the podcast and being such a great friend to so many people thank you for having me thanks for being truly just the best friend you're amazing (laughs) oh this is so fun 